Well, welcome to another episode of Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways to Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. I'm John Sukup. Today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, she'll be honored at the CSS Celebration of Hope Dinner on March 11th as our Heart of Christ Award winner. And you'll know why when you hear her speak today. Shirley Lang, congratulations on this honor, and thank you for joining us here today. Well, my the thank you is from me. I feel very honored to receive this award. Now let's find out why you were picked for this award. When we talk about Catholic Social Services and finding hope in the good life, tell us how you helped uh, provide that hope for a, a CSS client or two. I had a girl live with us who was pregnant and had the baby and lived with us after the baby came, and it was quite an episode. We it was a very big adventure. Tell us about that initial meeting and how she happened to decide to come live with you. Well, she had gone to the wrong place, and they didn't do abortions. They directed her to Catholic Social Services. She'd been living with this young man for some time, and when she was pregnant, she went to Catholic Social Services, and they showed her a picture of the baby, and anyhow, she wouldn't, didn't want to have the abortion. And they said that they'd find a home for her because her parents didn't want her back, or she didn't want to go, I don't know, one of those two. I had to have an interview with her from at Catholic Social Services to see if she wanted to come to my house. I had, she had to have her consent. And uh, I was a little bit early, so I was sitting in my kitchen waiting till the time to go, and as I sat there, a mouse came out from under my refrigerator, and I <laughs> screamed and jumped in the chair, and the mouse ran back under the refrigerator. Well, now, when I got Catholic Social Services and I got introduced to Kelly, and she liked me and I liked her, and she said, but I have one absolutely thing that you have to do is I have a cat, and I love my kitty, and she's, I, I'm bringing her along, if that's all right. And I said, yes, yes, bring the cat, because I've got a mouse. And I think God just put that mouse under that refrigerator I think it was just too much of a coincidence. She liked our family, decided to become a Catholic and took the lessons, and I was her sponsor, and hmm. she married the guy, and they had a couple more kids, and they all joined the church, and so it was a good story. You got her back on her feet, basically. You were you were part of the St. Gianna program before it was even a program. Oh, I know. That's <laughs> such a great program, is St. Gianna. Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about... Uh, uh, another way that you provided hope for a CSS client. Well, uh, we had a young boy from Cambodia come and stay with us, a teenage boy. And the father had managed to get this young boy, his name was On, and uh, to come to America with his sister. Catholic Social Services found him on the street. And the sister had run off with some fellow and they went to California and left On all alone here in America. And so then... Catholic Social Services brought him to our house, and he just got to be one of our kids. We had a big old house, and we had we had lots of room. You were used to having kids around, what, five yeah. boys and a girl? Is that right? Yeah, five boys and a girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then An was with us for like two or three years, and then he went off to California and with an, an, a woman. And one day, he called me up, and or Jack and I up, and he said, I have a son, and he said, I want to name him Lang, and, uh, it, but it's a high name, he said, but in America, you are my mom and dad, and can I, so his name is 
Lang Ang Von Tran. Someday he'll probably appear at my door and introduce himself. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, that's beautiful. And then we then uh, then they also called me some weeks later and said this they had a similar case, only this boy was from Vietnam and uh that could we take him in now that we no longer had on? And so Kine came to live with us. He was just brilliant, just such an intelligent boy. He finished high school. He didn't go to school in Vietnam, of course, but he finished a couple years at Pius, and then he went off to college, and uh, he's now an actuarial scientist, and he lives in Los Angeles, and uh, he married a girl from Omaha, and they have three sons, and all's well. <laughs> My gosh. The way you're touching lives, I mean, I'm sure that you touch lives in many other ways, but those three examples, that's that's such a beautiful example for people to, to be inspired by. Thank you for right, sharing it that. It isn't hard. It isn't hard at all. I mean, they, you just, they're just like the rest of your kids, and they try really, really hard to always. They're so grateful, and they're so, they're so appreciative of everything, much more than your own kids are sometimes. Where do you get the courage to do these things? Well, I had a wonderful husband who went along with any of the things I said I wanted to do. <laughs> God puts people in front of you. Every day, every day, maybe that's the littlest thing, but you should say, if you say the right thing, it can change their whole way of thinking about everything. And so I try to always say to God every day, if you've got something you want me to do, I will do it, but you've got to be make it plain because I'm pretty dumb and you have to make it plain. So <laughs> whenever I see something, I think I'm supposed to say something. This person is put here for me to do something. So I try to do something. Well, you're talking about following God's will. That's right? exactly right. John. How do you discern that? One thing, I, I have a really good guardian angel, and he pushes me a lot. Uh. And he says, this is where you're supposed to be. You must do something here. And I mean, I don't hear voices or anything like that. But I mean, I've, he has helped me many times getting out of situations that I look back on now in my great wisdom at being old, then I look back and I think, boy, I was in trouble and I didn't even know it. Tell us about founding the Lincoln Right to Life group. Oh. And, and, and the saying that you use many times, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah, I didn't that make again. that up. But that is true. The, you find that out when you're working with these girls that are in trouble with pregnancy. And I feel so sorry for so many of them. And I want, I just wish I could fix it. But at any rate, and I know so many girls that have had abortions, and that's even worse. But at any rate, um, here's how that all began. I am a registered nurse. I know about fetology. In fact, my oldest son is a neonatal doctor right now. Anyway, um, he... When, I, when the Supreme Court of the United States, who's not supposed to make laws, the people were not asking for these laws to be changed, uh, but he, they decided, seven out of nine decided to vote that they found in the Constitution that our founding fathers had put in there that a woman has a right to an abortion. And, of course, that's not in the Constitution at all, but if they said it is, it is. And now what are you going to do about it? And so in the paper that night, 
at the very bottom of the paper, there used to be a there used to be two newspapers, and it had this little thing at the bottom saying little little tidbits. And one of the things said, "If you are upset about Roe v. Wade's decision by the Supreme Court, there will be a meeting tonight at Mary Costello's house, and that gave the address. So we need some people to come." And so I called my neighbor across the street, and so we both went to. Mary Costello's house that night, and some people from Omaha were down, and they had the Wilkie slides, which shows, and they're documented, sworn to docu uh, slides of the development of the fetus. And I thought, there was, there it is. That's the absolute proof that this is a living human being. You mustn't kill it. And so I, we bought the slides. We didn't have any money, but we chipped together and got the slides. And we started up our little right to life group here in Lincoln, and it, I, it was really difficult at first because none of us knew how to do anything about organizing anything, or where to go and how to and what for. But we had these slides, and we had some Wilkie books on uh, the about abortion, and so we were ready. <laughs> mm. And we had the first meeting, and uh, then we we had the next year in January we had. A walk for life at, at the Capitol, and one senator came out to talk to us. He said, it's going to take you at least 30 years to turn this over. He said, because the Supreme Court said it. And it actually took 50 years. It took 50 years. And I can remember thinking, oh, no, 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 we'll change this in a couple of years. This is America. This will not fly. The people will just rise up. This, this won't happen. And the rest is history, and you stayed involved with Lincoln Right to Life for how many years? Oh, my. 30-some years, and uh, bom bom well, 40. I've really never quite been out of it. Mm. Well, thank you for all that you've done, all that you continue to do. Yes, how would you like people to remember you? That, that I really tried to, that I think, like I said, God puts people in front of you. You should, everybody, everybody, I hope they would say, Shirley always said, God puts people in front of you every single day. You, the littlest thing you say sometimes makes all the difference. And, and that is so true. And so many people have come up to me and say, so don't be afraid to be a little bit confrontational because it's okay. They, it, people, it's all right. Just be kind. Just, you got to let them know you care. Shirley Lang, our Heart of Christ Award winner for Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. The celebration of Hope Dinner taking place on March 11th. Shirley, thank you once again for providing so much hope in the good life. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Sukup. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of southern Nebraska. If you would like to connect, donate, or volunteer with CSS, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.